Yo, 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 what up, guys? It is your co-host for the night, Jose, and I'm joined by the usual crew. Well, actually, not the usual crew. We're missing a member, but we got Bulls and Ricky here. And chilling, chilling. before our speculation happens, Julio did not get kicked out of the Etymology podcast. He is just taking a break for a couple of days, and he'll be back for the official episode two. So we're going to call this episode 1.5. This is the, the bonus or giveaway episode. So without further ado... I'll pass it on to Bulls to announce the winner from last week's giveaway event. Right. Sound effects, bro. Where's the sound effects? We gotta hear this. We gotta. Oh, damn well, I, I always gotta have the sound effects. Yeah, we can have that ready. Now, I guess. If only, right? If only we were professional. There we go. And in a winner is Marissa Bones. What a turn of events. So, I know we said that the giveaway was going to be uh, geared to the U.S., but just, one, she was the only one who participated, which, thank you so very much. And um, uh, I don't know if, uh, like, can we play the, 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 the clip that she had? She hasn't responded, but let's play it. And then if she says no, we'll just, we won't add it. So, let's, 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 let's play it. Let's, let's check it out. Let's just play it. Hi there. Hope you guys are doing good. For dumbest of the week. Well, I'm actually naturally blonde. So I do not have blonde moments, by the way. I've got freaking black. Full on black. Um, does it count the fact that last night I made myself a cup of tea? Went outside, stood there. When I took my first sip, I realized something was off. Sorry, that is a chicken. Anyway, I need to realize that I made a cup of tea literally without the fucking tea bag. So it's just water, sugar, milk. I don't know, that for me is a unique level of... You know, sometimes I surprise me myself every day. Like, not every day, every second day with my pure stupidity. Also, I know it's guys doing it competition style and it's not international. Don't worry, I'm not doing this for competition or anything. Um, more like to get the algorithm up. And I would love to see the next episode what people are sending. Anyway, you guys should enjoy. I do not know what your time zone is. I never checked. But night or day. And I'm sorry about the freaking chicken. Sometimes I really want to turn the motherfucking to KFC. But anyway. Oh, and shit. we're back. Oh, man, that chicken. Can can we send that chicken a mask? That MVP. was hilarious. MVP, that chicken. Yeah, for and real. Her, her story definitely was worthy of Dumbass of the Week. That's, that's pretty relatable. I think I might have done that a couple times by myself. <laughs> I've done it once. And, and, yeah, first way that came to mind was you dumbass. I'm not. I'm not a big tea. I'm. I'm not a big tea drinker. But when I did work at the coffee shop, I one time thought that I had already loaded the espresso shop, so I made my cup, prepped it all, put it under the thing, and I ran it and got none of the hot water. You dumbass. Yeah. No, I can definitely relate. Sweet. And, and then, guys, I was runner up for dumbass of the week. So, I posted a story a few days ago. 
And shout out to Christina Spinoza for calling this out. But I misspelled Columbia. I said we stand behind Columbia, so C O L U M B I A. And I was like, you know, fuerzas, amigos. And he's like, um, are you trying to highlight the country or the clothing brand? It's like, I'm confused. And I was like, shit, my, my bad, Christian. Thanks for catching that. It's definitely the country of Colombia. Let me fix it. So I drop, you know, delete the old story, drop a second story with the correct country name. And he's like, wait, you still got a typo. You got uh, Amigas. You got like the, the asterisk A, the at symbol. It should be Amigos because Amigos applies to, you know, Amigas. male and female now. And I told him like, no, no, no. That was a purposeful typo. You know, I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to be woke here. And uh, you know, Amigas with the at is specific to male and female friends. It's not just females. So we, we, we go on a little you know, back and forth. I rely on my friend Google to help me out. And he basically said, don't rely on Google because it's like relying on uh, Caitlyn Jenner for California governor. Fuck. Yeah, touche. Um, but he's like, yo, ask you know, Ricky. Cause he's the most Mexican dude I know. Like he'll be able to correct you on amigos versus amigas. So <laughs> that's where we're, Rick, you gave the perfect answer. I think about world culture. So if you want to just share with the. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to go ahead and say like, um, for example, the Spanish language has always had a male and female way of pronouncing things, you know, um, like for example, um, a fork in Spanish is male mostly cause you know, it has prongs, tenedor. Mm-hmm. But a spoon is female, right? Yep. But you can say, and I, and I, I get that, like, world culture wants to appeal to everybody, but it can't just change an entire language. I'm sorry. I, I get that you guys want to be woke and do what it is, but don't fuck with my culture. Like, this is what I grew up with. This is culture. It's not because I'm stuck to my ways, but... You, you just can't change a language because you feel that it's sexist. It's not sexist. It's just not based on Latin. Mm-hmm. If you really want to talk about like a language, you got you got to look at where a language has been rooted from. Yeah, you see and the what I'm first answer they're going to give is masculinity. It's like, no, that's not what we're getting at. Yeah, no. The, if, if you think a language is rooted in masculinity, you're just looking for a fight. Because honestly... I feel like world culture spends too much time worrying about things that aren't a problem instead of focusing on real things. See, here's the, th- here's the issue I have with world culture. It's emotional. It's not rational. Like, yes. every, like everything that they have gone after, they say, like, this is offensive, that's offensive. It's fucking emotion. Like, every time you talk about shit, you say you feel this, 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 and this. Well, we've gone years and years and years with this shit being the standard, and no one has had a problem but, with it until you guys showed up. Newsflash. Newsflash. Nobody. Not you. Not, not Jose. Not me. Like, none of us are entitled to live a life without offense. Exactly. Just because it offends one doesn't mean everyone else has to feel offended just because you feel offended. When you feel offended, you have to ask yourself, is that really the... Like, for example, is amigos plurally saying that I'm going to hang out with my amigos? whether it's male or like, you know, a group of male guys or just a group of, of people. Yeah, is that offensive? Yeah, is that offensive? Male, yeah. So is that offensive because it's genuinely sexist or is that just offensive because you're sexist? 
Or like just the, just in the English language. Like I'm about to go hang out with you know the guys. And so like, hey, what's up, you guys? It's it's a whole mix of groups. It doesn't matter if it's all men or all women. I like, even women say it too. Like so, what, you just gonna say you girls? Yeah, that's and, fine. And you, know, you can go ahead and say that if you want, but like I don't understand why your emotion has to take place in making things right. So because you I yourself mean, have an issue. Let's just let's just be real, and I don't mean to like bring up our personal stories, Jose. But I remember one time back back in the days when we we're still on the dating scene, I was gonna go clubbing with Jose, and he told me, "Hey, so we're about to hang out with the girl, but you can't say, um, y'all. No, y'all, you can't say, you can't say I, guys. You say I can't say guys. I can say, hey, you guys. I have to say y'all. And I was like, listen, Jose, I'm gonna say what the fuck I want to say, or I'm not coming. <laughs> Interesting. Surprisingly, like she she didn't like you, you know. She and and turned out she didn't like me either afterwards. But she was, which is feminist. weird though, right? Because she didn't like me, but her friend was talking all this shit, but was super impressed at the fact that I was able to carry her back to the car and curl her a couple of times. Yeah, hey, listen, but, listen. If if it's if if your sensitivities are that that easily to offend, you've lived a very privileged life, and I'm jealous. Yeah. And I think it comes down to, again, like sometimes we just self-censor ourselves like that with that IG post of Amigos versus Amigas. I saw another Mexican podcast use Amigas right, with, the, with the ad symbol. So I was like, all right, I guess this is the appropriate thing to do. So I'll just monkey see, monkey do, I'll copy it. But it is a good debate because Amigos would have been just as fine. Yeah. I mean, for somebody that understands the language, because, you know, it's the same problem that I have with Latin X. Yeah, instead of using Latino, Latina is now yeah. Latinx. Most of the people I know have never used that term. Well, I will never in my life use that term. And and I don't care if woke culture comes for me because I don't really give a shit about woke culture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do understand that there are certain things that we need to fix. But the word manhole is not one of them. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know something I noticed. You know, you remember that saying, if you don't remember history, you're doomed to repeat it? Mm-hmm. Yep. I honestly believe that world culture is trying to rewrite history by changing everything that is a social norm, saying that it's either racist or it's offensive to one group or another. It's, like, World culture is trying to fix things that don't need fixing because the problems that do need fixing are so large fix. that they don't understand how to fix them. So they're going to attack all the other small things and hopefully... like. What the big the big shit that matters will I don't know what disappear or to become irrelevant is that what you're trying to do and and that's the problem it's not you know those problems are always going to be there and then you changing all this other stuff is going to just weaken our own mindsets and we're never going to come together to actually fix the problems that need fixing mm-hmm. you know why don't why don't we use woke culture to fucking spread the word on global warming and fix that. Two degrees, two degrees more, uh, two degree rise in, in temperature on our planet, and basically life becomes obsolete. Why don't we focus on that instead of fucking amigas or amigos? Oh, wait, no, it's amigats. Exactly. So, well said. And with that, we'll segue to what we want to all talk about today Let's the Canelo it. fight. Oh. So, the buildup to Saturday. It was crazy. We had Billy Joe threatening to <clears throat> not fight if the ring wasn't big enough. He wanted what? a 22-foot ring. 
which is coincidentally like the largest ring he ever fought in his career. But he thought he needed that much ring to face Canelo and kept calling him out about the tainted meat. Um, you know, took a lot of, a lot of jabs at him and his team. You know, it's funny and, that he did that because he called him out on tainted meats, but his best friend was also caught doping. Yeah, and he himself was caught doping with like yeah, a, right before the Demetri- Demetrius Andrade fight with you know? some forbidden substance. So he shouldn't be critiquing. But you know, the fight you happened. Shouldn't, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass eye socket. Yeah, exactly. And you know the fight happened, and we we got the outcome we thought we were gonna get, which was Canelo was gonna knock him out. But there is a hey, but consensus, we on, bro. Before we Sorry, go you on, know the, you know the one thing. We, I did, heard. I, did I not say eight or nine round? Did I not say eighth or ninth yeah. round? I, I that was the round. thing I heard I when I saw that uppercut connect. Nah, bro. You know what I heard when he started doing this to the crowd? What? Finish him. Dude, dude, I, I thought he was like a wrestler about to announce his finishing move. Bro. It's like the people's yeah, elbows about to come so up. Yeah, so what were you saying about the consensus, though? Because I've heard some of this stuff, but I just couldn't see it. So there's people that are saying that Canelo was losing the fight, that Billy Joe was up on the scorecards, and if he did not have a you know fractured orbital bone and, and was able to continue boxing, that he was going to be Canelo because he was schooling him, making Canelo miss. Let, let's let's just. Okay. I, I need somebody part, to send me a link. He missed the damn uppercut. So the uppercut connections he was trying to hit him with. He missed a few of them, yeah. But when he started hitting, when he started tagging that body, it was starting to get a wrap. And you could tell because half the time when he made a body shot, motherfucker had to step back for a minute and reassess. Or what about when he punched him in the face and he shook his head no, but we all saw the replay and his mouthpiece was halfway out. Almost yep. came out. Yeah. Well, my coworker this morning sent me a screenshot because I guess he was watching it on YouTube, the fight. And they had scored it through seven rounds, um, five for Billy Joe and only two for Canelo through seven. Um, so that's probably the widest score that I've seen. Um, the UK, a UK article that I read um, they had it a draw. And they had you know four rounds apiece up that's, until the stoppage. That's at best what I had. At best, that's what I had. Four rounds apiece. Yeah, but the official scorecards all had Canelo up. I think two of them had him up 78-74. Something tells me they're going to just say that, oh, those scorecards were uh, only tallied after he got that lucky shot. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I personally... It wouldn't even it, matter though. It wasn't didn't didn't Saunders say he wanted a fair shot? Didn't they like have to like redo fucking judges all over again because Saunders thought he wasn't getting a fair shake? Yeah, because I, I think the original agreement was they're gonna have one Mexican judge, one UK judge, and one neutral judge. But what ended up happening is no one got a, a judge from their home country. They were all you know neutral judges. Neutral judges. Yeah, Which all neutral judges. that is completely impartial. Yeah, I, I personally only had Billy Joe winning the. Fifth, sixth, and seventh, uh, and seventh round. So I gave Billy Joe three rounds, and I calculated. Yeah, I, I have Billy five. Joe on the third and the fourth. Third and the fourth. But the the fourth was actually like I saw, I saw the um, someone give Billy Joe the fourth, but uh, from the punch stats, Canelo had like fifteen punches landed to Billy Joe's five on the fourth. Yeah, yeah, but he just threw more. Do you know what I'm saying? And and I I feel like that's that's where a lot of people are fucking getting their their analysis from. Because he yeah. 
Saunders, Saunders was throwing a lot more punches than than Canelo. The problem is we have to look at the percentage of how many shots in comparison Canelo threw to how many he landed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, let's look at Steph Curry. Not, Steph Curry. Precision, Steph not Curry is, Exactly. Steph Curry. Quality, is, not quantity. Uh-huh. It's as simple as that. And the fact that um, Saunders couldn't actually get into rhythm. It wasn't until like the fifth round that he actually started throwing a three-punch combination. Yeah, he got better with his arms down. Like laying his hands yeah. down. He got better. Until, he punched, until Canelo punched him in the face before breaking his eye socket and he stuck his tongue out at him. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think can, that was all part of Canelo's strategy. Like he, we, like, he actually was the least active he's been in his boxing career. So, like, the least amount of punches thrown. But I think it's because he was so focusing on the power punch and, and knocking him out because he wasn't worried about Billy Joe's power. He was like, I'm just going to catch him with my power shot sooner or later. And he was just like, it's as simple break, as that. Break him to the and the simple he, fact he that that him. was his strategy and it worked exactly to his advantage is the reason why he walked, won that fucking fight. And Billy Joe Sanders can say whatever the fuck he wants, but he got his ass knocked the fuck out. Not not in the ring, but it's pretty much no, he, did. he, he got his knock ass knocked out in the ring, bro. He that that's a KO. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like Canelo said it straight up. His trainer said it straight up. This dude's been talking so much shit, we're gonna knock him out. Yeah, and I think that's why we saw a different Canelo. In the sense that, in the sense that, what he was basically saying, this isn't going to be a boxing match, bro. This is a street fight. So you're either going to square up, yeah. So you're either going to square up and we're going to go toe to toe, or you're going to run around the rink and I'm going to wear you down to the point where I knock your ass out. Yeah, which is exactly what the fuck happened. And I don't know how many pe- I don't know how many people were actually really watching that fucking fight and watching Canelo's whole fucking strategy playing out because you notice he never abandoned it. No. Did you not see him land enough body shots cool to every angle. time that can? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. Like no, he, stayed no, no, calm. he stayed calm, cool, collected, stuck to his grounds, hit him exactly where the hell he needed to. Yeah, he missed a few, but he sure as shit didn't go over or under on the shit. He just stayed and waited for his fucking chance, and as soon as he gave it to him, pow! Hit that boy bro, with that fucking shiryu. If you go back and watch the fight after the fifth round, his trainer tells him, okay, you've landed enough body shots to where every time you, you fake a body shot, he leans forward. So he was looking for that one, bro, because he, yeah. he, once he landed enough body shots, you could see it in Saunders' face. He was hurt. Yep. He could not take those liver punches, bro. Nope. Hey, y'all, y'all remember that, uh, that incident like a couple years ago when that bus driver punched that chick? Yep. Yep. That's, that's, that's what that Canelo uppercut reminded me of. Bro, that Canelo uppercut reminded me of that uh, Marge Simpson fucking gif where she's like, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I guess he had three fractures in his um, orbital bone and also orbital his bone. broken cheek. So that was a vicious uppercut. He took That's the full that. force of that punch. Yeah, so yeah. whoever says that was a lucky punch, it was not. He, he set that up three rounds prior. Yeah, I I don't think it was as difficult as the fight as people making it out. I think Canelo was in control of that fight. Yes, he did lose a few rounds, but I think Canelo was never in any danger. I mean, let's let's be real. He lost a few rounds because Sonder is a decent fighter. Yeah, he's a decent fighter. But let's not let's not walk past the fact that he has that famous quote from six months ago. Exactly. Which which is on the next topic. Did Saunders quit? And I, I want to read um, his quote from, from last yeah, let's, year. Let's hear it, bro. Right. It was about like six months ago. So we had um, another boxer from the UK. It was a heavyweight contender prospect. 
um, Daniel Dubois, and he was fighting another top prospect, Joe Joyce. And he ended up uh, taking a knee and taking a 10 count after fighting probably eight rounds with a broken orbital bone. He just didn't want to risk his eyesight, so he just took a knee and you know, got himself counted out. So after that, this is what Saunders had to say. He said, fighters get in the ring, and we know what's on the line. Before I go on one knee, I like to go out on my back with my pulled stop. Everyone has their own thought process in the ring, and what went on in the ring, I don't know. He obviously felt he could not continue. Saunders told the radio duel last year. You so look at the great mask off for this. Yeah. Let me take my mask off for this. <laughs> so he said, I'm you look at the great the eyes, the face. We go through that. That's the path in life we choose for a living. We punch people in the face and get punched in the face. If my two eye sockets were broken, my jaw was broken, my teeth were out, my nose was mashed, my brain was beaten. I was not stopped until I was knocked out or worse. I don't agree with a man taking the knee and letting the ref count him out. I guess he's not a man. Clearly not. Let's, I'm going to look you guys in the eyes right now, and I'm going to say this, and I don't even give a fuck if he shows up at my house and tries to fight me. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. quite frankly, if you're going to talk that talk, walk the walk. Because I didn't see yeah. you die in that ring, bro. Yeah, in the words of Mike Tyson, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah, and the fact that this was an active boxer that said this, because, like, these comments did not age well after the Canelo fight. Not at all. But everyone knows that you're not invincible in that ring, and it can happen to you. So the fact that he said, like, I would never do that as an active boxer, just set himself up for this karma to bite him the ass. Only way you can say that shit is if you retired. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have I have heard rumors around saying that like because of this fracture, a lot of people don't see him coming back. I don't either. That's tough. That's 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 not a that's not a bone that's built to take a lot of fucking punishment. That's like a Margarito against Pacquiao. I'm like, like Pacquiao fucked up his eye, and that ended Margarito's career. You're done. Yeah, it's just. All right, Saunders Saunders talked a big talk, but he didn't walk the big walk. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that I'm better than him because I never would. The dude's a great fighter. You know what I mean? But to compare yourself, to to say that kind of stuff, come out with the Spartan fucking song going on in the background. Like, bro, you should have came back on your shield or on it. Yeah, with, with those comments for sure. I mean, he did the right thing. We like th- that fight was pretty much done. You know, C- Canelo himself said that when he landed that punch, he didn't think he was gonna come out for the ninth but round. No, you know he's gonna say, "I never said I quit." My uh, trainer, and, and that's the, that's that's, said, that's the problem, bro. Because his trainer has openly said that when he got back to the corner, Saunders left it up to him. So yeah. if you leave it up you to quit. your trainer, your trainer says that you shouldn't fight no more. Guess what, bro? You quit. You basically, you he he's your spokesman now. So you so quit, bro. If he, says, if, if he says you can't fight, basically he's speaking for you. And you didn't object. You didn't say, oh, no, let me get oh, back yeah. in there. He didn't object. No. He, he was fine with the fight ending. And hey, what's that MMA chick, bro? There was that MMA chick that, like, had her eye completely swollen shut, had her broke or orbital, orbital bone broken, and she still went out there and finished the fight. 
It, it was recent, bro. She she was like this blonde chick. But all right, so like let's like let's go to another fight. Uh, the first fight, um, Aguilera versus uh, Sanchez was it? Frank yeah, Sanchez. Frank Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So, all right, watching that fight, what pissed me off was I already immediately noticed something was foul with Aguilera. Because if you notice, like one, he dipped down just a little too fucking much. Especially when it like as soon as he as soon as he started getting barraged with you know right hook combinations, ducked down. He kept trying to get him to hit him in the back of the head. Yep. And then of course mm-hmm. you you get that he took that hook shot. It hit his shoulder. It didn't graze his shoulder. We all saw that he made full contact with his shoulder and then it skipped over the top of his head, the bottom of the back of his head. This dude mm-hmm. then had a delayed reaction. Fell on the fucking floor and basically act like his equilibrium was all out of whack. All like, out that of whack. He didn't, he didn't seen... even want to take his glove off, bro. That was the worst. <laughs> fight. That was the worst fight. That was the worst flop I've seen since Tony Parker. I'm I'm wondering why he didn't want to take the glove off. What's underneath yeah. that glove, fam? No, you he didn't tell me. You mean you tell me you try to cheat? He didn't want to take that glove off. He didn't want them to move his arms because he knew <laughs> that he only got hit in the fucking shoulder. Bitch. Yeah, and, and you see that from time to time. Like, there's levels of boxing, and sometimes a fighter is just like, "I got no shot, so I'm going to find a way out." You so know, you like, saw I, levels I, to this, when, and that that was that was Billy Saunders' situation, bro. There's levels to this, and you just ain't on that level. It's the same way as that. The ref was like, "Hey, ref, you said Anderson got cold cocked in the face twice." Is that Anderson? That was at his fucking press conference afterwards, talking about Saunders and Canelo are scared to fight Boo Boo. Demetrius Andrade. Yeah. yeah, dude, that dude's a uh-huh. joke. He's a fucking joke. He's fought nobody. He has no uh-huh. belts. This dude's trying to money grab. Well, if he, anything, he's got to go at 160, but he, he has it's, it's, it's clout, bro. You know it's clout. You show up to uh, the one of the biggest fights with the biggest crowds that we've had since this pandemic with that shirt. He planned this shit for clout. You know this Bro, it's serious, it's only serious, trying to You know he's That's not gonna fight Son- he you know he's not gonna fight Canelo at one sixty eight. Hell no. He's gonna get bodied. We all And even if he even if he goes if Canelo goes down and fights him at one sixty, it would be after his next one sixty eight fight. Why would he lose weight when yeah. he's already on a mission? Exactly. Yeah, not, so I it's think nothing I'm, but clout chasing, bro. He does uh, not want the smoke. I'm telling you. Andrade's on that level of Billy Joe Saunders, and we just saw what happened. So it'll be a repeat of what we just saw on Saturday. I mean, I mean, it honestly, it honestly would be worse, man. Was like, it, it honestly would be worse because I saw Andrade's last fight, and all he has is that step to the right uppercut as you're stepping. You know what I mean? So you, we all know that Canelo's strong hand is his left hand, right? Mm-hmm, right. You step to the right and try to uppercut Canelo, you're going to get cold clocked with the left hook. Immediately, true. Like let's let's be real. Like this, this is, we, this we've, is all bo- no we've all watched all. boxing long enough. It's not a contest. Canelo to end that in four rounds no tops. Do you guys think Brown? Caleb Plant, the other 168 pounder, is going to be a contest? That might be a better contest. He's like Saunders, but better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's a, a slick white boy that can, that can punch. He's got he's got faster hands than, than Saunders, so I could definitely see that being a, a better fight. But mm-hmm. I still see Canelo coming out on top on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you, you could be longer. as fast as lightning, but if you get enough body blows put to put into you and that that ring cut off, 
You know what I mean? Because this was at 22-foot ring. I'm sure that if Canelo fights this guy, they're going to make it clear that it's going to be a standard 20-foot ring. Mm-hmm. Which means you lose that extra space to move around, obviously. So, of course, he gets you on them ropes. That's your ass. Everyone knows that. That is one place you do not want to be in a Canelo fight. Nope. Like, dude, I'm, I'm a Canelo fan and everything, but this dude honestly like looks unbeatable right now. He's just learned so much after losing to Mayweather. He's, he's gained so much experience. Dude, I went back and watched highlights of that fight because a friend of mine said, look, if you go back and watch the fight, you can see the potential Canelo was working with at the time. Like, yeah, he lost, but the shit that he fucking learned from that fucking fight is going to carry over into every single fight since. How young was he? Like 22? He was like 22. So just imagine the the level of experience he achieved just from that one fight, even if he lost. And you know he's good because he's made comments where he said if he fought Mayweather now, it'd be a different story. Yep, which is why Mayweather doesn't want to fight him And Mayweather Mayweather didn't directly deny it, but he basically said, listen, the fight happened. It is what it is. You know what I mean? So he understands, like, yeah, if I fight him now, I'm going to get my shit knocked. Yep. Does any fighter worth his salt who believes that they're really that good? Doesn't matter who the fuck challenges. I'm like, look, I beat you once, I'll beat you again. I mean, look at fucking uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is like damn near 55, willing to get in the ring with anybody. And still hits like a fucking freight train. Bro, that shit's scary. You see his training video? <laughs> <laughs> I saw him. I was like, bro, I, I was like, God, uh, weren't you supposed to cut his power in half? This nah, bro. It doubled up because now he got old, it doubled up because now he got old man strength. Yeah, it was scary, bro. Watching him in the gym when he was training, that shit was scary. I'm not gonna lie. Just like Jesus Christ, this man still like, has. That- it was like when I first heard about him, you know, fighting again. I was like, "Are you out of your fucking? Like they're gonna kill you?" And then my boy was like, "Hold it, watch this." I was like, "Put the phone down." Like, what'd you say to that? It's like, bro, I wouldn't get in. I wouldn't get in the ring with him. Nope. He could give some. Brother still got it, dog. I have never seen an old man with that much speed. I'm just—he could give most fighters a fucking run for their money, even at his age. That shit's impressive. Which is which is why fucking Roy Jones fucking tied him up most of the fucking fight. Didn't want to catch their hands. You let him get nope. loose. That's your ass. Then he felt that punch once. Like, not feeling it again. Nope. Shit. Oh. Okay. That's, that's what Saunders says out there. He got his fucking eye caved in. Yeah. Wait. Saunders yeah. felt that uppercut once. He's like, nah, I'm not dealing with that shit again. No, like when, he, when he was over here, like, nope. I'm pretty sure he was like, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm going to play it cool, but no. I mean, he, that's he, why he, he sent his trainer. good. I mean, he did good. He he did better than I thought he was going to do. But that eighth round, you can see that Canelo was kicking into another gear. Like, he was right. finally as like, as well, as well, as I thought that shit kicked in, this is all I heard. That's what I told my wife, bro. That's, that's all I heard. Like, I told my wife, I was like, look, listen, if Saunders gonna, is going to do damage, he's going to do damage in the first six rounds. He's always lost stamina in, his later, in the later rounds. And we all know that in the championship rounds, Canelo turns it into some some fucking sixth, seventh gear, bro. It's insane. Yeah. That's why if Sanders decides he wants to go back to fight, I only got one suggestion. Go find a helmet. Put on the damn helmet. Thank you. Yeah. That's, all, that's the only advice I got. 
You know, you know, Saunders didn't go back out because he didn't want to get knocked out. You know, he was going to get that next round, bro. Dude, I saw it coming. Canelo was setting his ass up. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't see. You cannot fight Canelo with one good eye. No, you're gonna get knocked out. He couldn't fight Canelo with two good eyes. (laughs) A lot of people can't fight Canelo with two good eyes. Sweet, and you know it was a wrap when Canelo started having the crowd cheer him on. Yep. Yep. They got loud, man. Seventy was it seventy three thousand people? Yeah, bro. And and I don't understand. And that's the point where I'm saying, like, I don't understand why why people don't give this man his credit. Like, when it comes to Mexican style boxing, he's a Mexican style boxer. I honestly think because they think he's a joke. Even though time and time again, you have watched this man fight and body the shit out of every one of his opponents. He went to 175, fam. 175 yeah. and still body and that dude. Whooped that ass. You, you, you can't please him, though. They're going to say that that was a faded Kobolev and it was the weakest champion at 175. I, at this point, I don't understand what he has to do just to get a little bit of respect. Well, see, you got all these American boxers. He don't need the respect, but I mean, come on. You got to give the man his props. You got all these American and Mexican boxers that are wanting to fight him, but they're not willing to fight each other. Nope. Yeah. And and they're, what, 31, 32, 33? This dude was 22 fights over you, bro. 22 fights And he's still fighting the best. You know what I mean? His famous saying after every fight is, who's next? Mm Mm-hmm. We all know. We all know who's next. Oh, we all we know, know. What, who he got his eye on. For sure. Come September, like, hopefully they make that fight happen. I want to yeah. see him ignite all the belts. Only thing to stop is the networks, you know, because it's either gonna be the Zone or Fox. So, split it. Play nice. We got to see that fight. They got to make happen. this shit happen. We got to make this shit happen, bro. Honestly, because I mean. Everybody wants it. Undisputed. Nobody wants. Nobody if, wants. If he, is any kind, if he is any kind of fighter, he'll put he'll he'll put up a shut up. Like I don't want to hear that. Like nah, bro. Like like I don't even see no point in fighting Canelo. Like you don't see the point. The man's got three of the fucking belts. All three he of them. Is not, only, not only does he have Wait, three, no, he's got five, this, man, right? this man is the Thanos of belts. Yep. He has three. You know what's crazy? that hundred and sixty-eight pounds and two of in, in two different weight classes. You know what's crazy about the 168-pound um, Wait, he's champion? got five belts. There's only five. There's five fucking well, infinity stones, uh, right? Are, are you going to say? He has five belts. So I think he has five belts, stones, but right? he does have five. No, I'm trying so to like, think. Is there only five infinity stones? Yeah. If that's the case, he completed the gauntlet. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. He's the Thanos of fucking boxing. But if I uh, let me try to guess it, Jose, because you just asked, you know, the crazy thing at 168 is that at 168... Canelo's actually undersized for a 168 fighter. And all, all the active champions when Canelo entered division were undefeated. Cal Smith, no losses. Billy Joe Saunders, no losses. No losses. Caleb Plant, no losses. So he is so the he, one loss they get that they had. Bro, yeah, he's, he's, he's he is the step theory of our generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like... Which is crazy because I get that every generation has their phenomenal athletes, but I feel our generation has got to experience. Think about it. We experienced Barry Bonds, mm-hmm. Steve Young, Steve Young, 
Legends, Madison Bumgarner. Yep. You know, Matt, Matt Cain. Uh, you know, Tim Lincecum. Great. Fucking Draymond Green. Steph Curry. Clay Thompson. How many more people do we need to... Oh, fucking... What's his name from... used to play for the Patriots. Tom Brady. Yep. He, he did and, one another thing and, too, right? And out of all of them, let's not forget the best. Kobe Bryant. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, our generation experienced athletes that are like, they took what athletes that were great before them. Because, you know, I, I still I still respect my Michael Jordans, my Pistol Pete's. You know what I mean? My Charles mm-hmm. Barkley's. But you always respect the greats. But the ones we grew up with. They took what they did and made it better. They touched. They, they basically went God mode. For most of their careers. Pretty much. So, like, I cannot, I couldn't even wait to see what the next generation, like, could you imagine what the next generation of people that grew up watching Steph Curry and made basketball their dream are going to do? Oh, I can't fucking wait. Can't people, wait. like, fucking Canelo grew up watching Oscar de la Hoya, you know, and other famous Mexican boxers fighting. And probably Travis and he's doing, And he's doing this. So would you imagine what the next generation is going to do? That shit's fucking crazy. Somebody might fuck around and unify two weight classes. Oh, shit. Damn. Now that would be some shit to see. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's just the idea of something like that happening. Or imagine somebody pulling a Tom Brady but running them back to back. Mm. I don't think think anyone's done a three-peat in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. So imagine somebody doing a five-peat in the NFL. You're automatically a fucking, like, a legend among legends. Or somebody breaking the Warriors' winning record and then winning the championship. Mm Mm-hmm. Chosen one. That's those things. Fucking, okay, imagine somebody breaking Hussein Hussein Bolt's fucking 100-meter run. Like, that's insane. Yeah. It's probably going to be some dude that's close to, like, seven feet because I don't see somebody five foot eight getting that type of speed. But. <laughs> Not unless they had fucking calves like Spud Webb. And even even with those calves, bro, like, you understand the fucking leap? Poor little Tank Tank. You talking about Oscar's P stories? In here, Jeff? Yes. Bro. It was a little cripple that could. (laughs) Like, I I, I, I felt bad for him just because legless, you know, running is not as popular as fucking rugby over there. Bro, could you imagine when he ran, though? I bet you heard ching, 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 ching. It was like some kind of anime fucking samurai fight. Yep. Yeah, two blades on his feet were fighting themselves. Hey guys, listen, it's okay for you guys to laugh because I, I'm making fun of crippled people the same way I make fun of anybody else. Yo, can we take a break real quick? I gotta take a piss. <laughs> go take, go take it. I'm pretty much gonna wrap up, but wait for you to come back. Right, yeah, I was gonna say so much for a 30 minute episode. Yeah, I, I, I saw the time. I was like, oh, it's 30 minutes. I gotta call it. He's speaking words. 30. Has it been? Because I think we've been on here for at least an hour. The longer? Okay, maybe it's like 45 minutes. I think it's closer to the 45-minute <laughs> mark, bro. 
But yeah, bro, I think I'm gonna get forklift certified just so that I could fucking get out of Amazon. I mean, twenty dollars starting wage for being certified is good. Yeah, nah, that's because um. So my boss, even though that everything's up to date and I've been keeping up with everything, her her argument is that she can't afford to pay me for forty hours when I'm only working twenty five to thirty. Mm. Even though I'm on salary, you know what I mean. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, I'll keep you on if you go out and you drive a route." two times a week and I'm like fuck that why would I take the added pressure of being a fleet manager and then going out on route two times a week when the reason why I'm doing my job within the 25 to 30 hour mark is because I'm on salary so therefore I want to maximize my profit yeah Yeah, if I'm gonna make that kind of money I might as well go back to driving without the added pressure of fucking being a a fleet manager I don't think she took it very well because She's been communicating with my assistant more than she's communicated with me. Mm. And it's weird to me because honestly, like, dude, she was a CTO of CNET and fucking eBay at one point. And the fact that you're getting that butthurt about business when you made a business decision, therefore I made my own business decision and you can't respect <laughs> it. Like, bro, you're a bad business. Am I wrong, boys? You're not no. wrong. No. You're not wrong. And with no. that, we will close this bonus episode i do just want to give a shout out to alone on the couch podcast we had a last minute collab last week talking about uh, epic games versus apple that turned into like a two hour plus conversation just send me a message saying it's gonna be three episodes you're gonna drop so a little three i'll be at is out that whole situation with julio and me hopefully hopefully but kb thanks again for having us on we can't wait for those episodes to drop um and then shout out kb our future collab so the reason why we did this mini episode is because on episode two two days from now we're gonna have inner idiot come on to our podcast and there's a lot of similarities from episode inner idiot and us they also you know say what you know they probably shouldn't be saying just like we do the inner welcome to the inner idiot monologue exactly so we may get canceled again from youtube but it's gonna be a fun episode one way or another so i'll catch you boys in two days Yes, sir. All right, boy. All right, later. See you guys. Peace. Later, boys.